Hello and welcome to Profiles in Risk. This is your host, Tony Cañas, and today I have with me Bobby Turan, the co-founder at Rainbow. Bobby, thank you for joining me today. How's it going? Thanks for having me, Tony. I'm doing well, thanks. Awesome. And I should have warned you before we started recording that with Riverside, the beauty of it is that if our internet's a little tricky, uh, especially on my side, because I am currently down in Argentina, uh, the video quality might degrade, but it'll record full quality and then it'll join them in the end. So, so just keep going. If, 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 if the video quality starts declining, you should still be able to hear me and it will definitely still be recorded. So uh, I see uh, on LinkedIn that you are in San Francisco and we are recording on June 16th. So, so I'm guessing that Northern California is kind of beautiful, a little bit cold and beautiful this time of the year. That's exactly right. Yeah, I'm looking out my window and it's a little overcast, but uh, it's definitely beautiful. Awesome, awesome. We actually lived uh, across the bay in Berkeley for about a year and uh, oh. just love that, that part of the country. Just such a beautiful place. If it wasn't so ungodly expensive to live in, we might have never left. Uh, so, so uh, but Bobby, we, we always give the, the, the chance for, for the guests to give the elevator pitch. What is Rainbow? So Rainbow is a modern underwriting company focused on small businesses. We are, we sort of differentiate in a couple different ways. We are an underwriting led business. And one of the ways that we focus on underwriting is by being specialized. So we have uh, our first program is focused on the food and beverage industry. So it's focused on primarily restaurants. And um, by focusing and specializing in a single line of business, it allows us to go much deeper in terms of both the technical capabilities that we've developed, including the use of data, uh, but also like the experience and distribution side of uh, what it means to make that type of coverage available through mm -hmm. agent to the broader market. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. So uh, legally, you're an MGA, right? Right. Okay. So when you when you call it a, a, a modern underwriting company, I, I find it interesting that, that, that you didn't use the term MGA yourself. So I don't know if, if you guys kind of shy away from the, from the term or you're trying to differentiate from the term. And, and because basically when it comes to underwriting companies, in insurance, there are MGAs and there's carriers, right? Yeah. Like everybody else is 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 either sales or or a, a tool provider. Uh, yeah. So 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 why why a modern underwriting company? Why why, why that particular wording? Yeah. So um, we are modern in the sense that we want software to be used in as many different parts of. Our, of our business as possible. So mm -hmm. uh, we have a team of software engineers based here in the Bay Area, um, and we have built our own quote, bind, and issue experience um, mm -hmm. that agents can go through, they can submit business, they can get a quote and bind coverage within just a few minutes. We have a dashboard for them. We have a dashboard for the insured. We make it easy for the insured to initiate a claim engage their agent for any questions, visit their policy, um, and they can do this any time of day, realizing that as a business owner, you know, you don't necessarily have between nine and five or whatever the typical hours that an agent or a carrier, more importantly, might be available to ask questions mm -hmm. about your business, right? So, um, especially in this day and age. So 
we, we've built that digital capability is from an experience perspective. Um, we're also an underwriting company in the sense that we develop our own insurance products. Um, mm -hmm. We have underwriters on staff who develop those products, but the underwriters are also there to humanize our experience. So the user who's typically an agent um, is not beholden to only whatever is available like in our question set, or if there's something that they're unsure of with their account, there's still opportunities for them to very seamlessly speak to a member of our underwriting team. Um, mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, the metric that we want to be most measured on is our loss performance, um, okay. rather than how quickly can we grow our top line premium revenue. Um, so you're absolutely right. We are an MGA. We're not a carrier. We write on uh, fronted capacity that's reinsured. And uh, we work with Accelerant. They're our capacity provider for this program. And we love working with them. Shout out to Accelerant. And uh, yeah, that's, that's sort of the combination of, of the modern and the underwriter in the context of what we're doing. Okay. So, so, so the goal is, if I understood correctly, great service, tech first, but human. And, uh, or tech first with a human touch. Uh, and great loss performance. Perfectly. Am so. I, yeah. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. So so fantastic. So so why um, in 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 an age where like other insured techs uh, want to serve uh, every small business in the country uh, because it is a gigantic market, why focus so tightly on restaurants for now? On, on food and beverage. That's a great Why question. Why specialize so, so much? Yeah, so a couple of things. First of all, I think that there are lots of great companies out there trying to solve the problems of small business. But like you say, mm -hmm. it's a huge market within PNC. Um, the largest underwriting company, if you include you know carriers, um, has only about 9 or 10% market share. So it's a very, very fragmented market. Um, part of the reason why it's fragmented is because small businesses are so different. It's quite different than insuring homes or automobiles, um, where there's just like less, uh, uh, difference between the different, like sort of insurable units. If you are insuring mm -hmm. a contractor, it's very different than if you're insuring a restaurant. It's very different than if you're insuring, uh, a medical office is very different than in you're insuring another type of small business. And so... Uh, what I've observed is that there's a number of companies that have come to the market over the last couple of years um, that are technology enabled to one extent or another, and their underwriting product is suitable for many, many different classes of small business. And as somebody who, you know, my background is more technology led and mm -hmm. we can, I, I'm happy to share more about that. And That's I sort funny. of came into insurance and I've really fallen in love with the industry. Um, awesome. As somebody who spent many, many years building software, it's very difficult to build. First of all, it's difficult to build good software. Like it just takes time. It's expensive. Um, but to build really good software for multiple different use cases all at once is like you're getting to the bounds of like impossible in a lot of cases, especially doing it in a way <laughs> that unless you have endless money or endless time, which most startups don't have. Um, in fact, very few do. Um, it's, it's very difficult to do. So if you want to be really good at underwriting and you want to be tech enabled and you want to write many different lines of companies, at, like, sorry, underlying businesses, that's very difficult. 
And I think some of the companies that have tried to do that have ultimately been less successful than they would have hoped for. Um, so to that end, I think by specializing, it's sort of like a less is more type approach. By, mm-hmm. by focusing on fewer moving parts, you can think much more deeply about the experience that the agent is getting when they're using your platform. And you can also think much more deeply about what goes into ensuring those types of businesses. Um, and I think that that's like, I think that's going to be an even more and more emerging trend in terms of the new companies that uh, try to use technology in this way within insurance. Fantastic. Um, so I'm looking at the website and, and uh, you have a uh, pay-as-you-go option. And I've seen a yeah. lot of pay-as-you-go for like auto, but mm-hmm. in commercial, uh, I'm very curious how, th- how that works. And, and it specifically says a no audit uh, pay-as-you-go. So, so, so for a restaurant, for a rental restaurant policy, what, what, is, what does that mean? Pay-as-you-go and no audit. Sure. So for any insured, because insureds are human beings, cash management is obviously a huge consideration. None of us have endless money in this world. And uh, for small businesses in particular, a lot of them view insurance as something that they just need to have in order to get a lease or to get Correct. a working capital. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, also something that really does protect them. And that's sort of mm-hmm. what I love about insurance. It's a very good and, and helpful financial product. Um, but certainly as a small business owner, managing your cash flow is, is one of, if not the single most important thing that you do mm-hmm. other than sort of operating in an ethical and, and uh, value add way. So mm-hmm. um, you're exactly right. We looked at what auto companies have done with pay per mile type insurance. We also looked at on the commercial side, the analog that I think is most relevant is pay as you go workers compensation. So when you buy a workers comp policy, now it's very common we actually use a pay-as-you-go work comp policy that you will okay. give underwriting company access to your payroll data. And as your payroll fluctuates up or down, as you're hiring or letting go of staff, your total work comp premiums go up or go down. But you don't have to, as a business owner, dealing with hiring people or letting people go is already emotionally draining enough. Plus, you're trying to focus on running your business. The last thing you want to worry about is, oh, shoot, I forgot to notify my insurance company, and now I'm going to be under or overinsured, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so the nice thing is you give them access to your payroll data, and then they do the, they do the busy work in the background for you, and they, they charge your card up or down, basically. We were wondering why something like that isn't more common, especially coming out of COVID, and especially for a category like restaurants, um, to basically have a more flexible insurance coverage for them. So we sell an annual term. All of our policies are annual term. You've probably noticed there's some pay-as-you-go. It's not really pay-as-you-go, but they're more like gig insurance. You can turn Mm -hmm. on or turn off the coverage while you're on the job. So this is not that. You're still buying an annual policy from us. But in the initiation phase, like during a a grace period that we give you, if you, as the insured, go into your cloud-based POS system and you enter in our uh, team's inbox into your portal, you do that one time after you bought the policy from us, we will then start to receive sales reports from you, and we will use the sales reports to reprice a component of your overall coverage, and we have a BOP coverage, a business owner policy coverage, so that you're only paying 
for the amount of insurance that your business really needs at that time. So if your business goes up, you're going to pay a little bit more in that month in insurance because if it's going up, you probably have more risk associated with it because there's more customers, there's more things that could go wrong. And if you have slower months, either because you have seasonality or because you're going through construction or whatever it might be, you're going to pay less in insurance. But you'll at least have the peace of mind that you're always going to be like insured to the right degree. And then because we have this visibility into how your business is doing, we don't have to put you through a painful audit at the end of the year if you're one of our pay-as-you-go uh, customer. So that's sort of the, the thinking behind that. And we're hoping that that's going to become a product that uh, becomes more common in the marketplace because we see a lot of benefits uh, to it. And uh, something else that you mentioned is sort of like why focus on restaurants so um, restaurants are actually a very large part of the overall small. Small commercial is sort of this very general term, but restaurants are sort of one of the largest categories. Obviously, we all eat several times a day, and restaurants mm -hmm. as a type of business are not going to go anywhere. Um, restaurants tend to follow the population very closely, so states that have most population tend to have the most restaurants, pretty obvious stuff. Um, but the nature of the risk of restaurants has really evolved just in the last few years. So... One big change was COVID, where you had restaurants either completely shutting down, moving big parts of their operations outside, moving big parts of their operations to be more delivery focused. And that's like fundamentally changing the nature of the, of the coverage. And as a result, a lot of the traditional insurance carriers have pulled back from writing restaurants. But like we say, restaurants are still there. And so it's getting more painful for the agents and their insureds to get coverage. Mm -hmm. And so we saw that as kind of a an opportunity to sort of try to fill a bit of a gap. The other thing that we noticed is that restaurants, despite being not a new concept, obviously, they've been restaurants for as long as, as there's been any other type of business, um, they were relatively uh, not as far along in terms of their use of technology. Mm -hmm. And now with cloud-based POS systems like Toast and, and uh, Clover and Touch Bistro and Lightspeed and lots of these other companies, there is an incredible amount of rich data on these businesses that's available so, at any time. Are you interested in small businesses? My name is David C. Barnett, and I've been podcasting and producing YouTube videos about buying, selling, financing, and managing small and medium-sized businesses for almost 10 years. I'm a former business broker and have owned and operated several businesses, and I've been advising business owners since the 1990s. Each week, I create a new podcast, which answers one of your questions, and I've always got amazing, exciting guests. You can find me on YouTube by going to smallbusinessanddealmakingpodcast.com or just search David Barnett's Small Business in any podcasting app to find me. I look forward to seeing you around. So basically, yeah. during, during and, and, slight, and, and, and the right after COVID era, restaurants had to modernize. And that modernization is making it possible to, to help them do their insurance and risk management better. We think that's the case, yeah. We think that's that the, the software had been coming, but like a lot of industries that sort of got pushed into having to speed everything up because of mm -hmm. COVID, mm -hmm. restaurants certainly were, uh, were not immune from that. And they had to sort of, they had to make that yeah, change. Yeah, they, they were one of the businesses that were, was hit the hardest. Exactly. Uh, so that makes... Absolutely perfect sense. Uh, great, great explanation. Okay. Uh, do you guys sell direct to restaurants and also via agents or only via agents? No, we only sell direct 
sorry. <laughs> we only sell through agents. I was going to say we only sell directly through agents. Um, oh. <laughs> but uh, we work on we work with agents uh, to sell our our products. Okay. So so why only agents? Why why, why don't you sell direct? So a couple of reasons. One relates to what I was saying earlier on the underwriting side. We believe that agents play a critical role in building a really good book of business. Mm -hmm, agents, especially for something like restaurants, like mm -hmm. if you're an agent in a town in America or a city, it's very likely that you have insured restaurants in the exact same address multiple times. Oh, wow. So if you think about the town where you live, think about just like where you are right now mm -hmm. and think about a restaurant that's not too far from you. Probably before that restaurant, there was another restaurant in that place. And before that, there was probably another restaurant in that place because they have like the survival is low, yeah. Right, so, and mm -hmm. as these agents play such a role in the community, they probably go eat at that restaurant, they probably know the owners, they probably know the people that provide services to that restaurant. So the agents, this is one of the things that technology companies, you know, they still, there's a huge role for the human to play here. Agents mm -hmm. are the eyes and the ears in the field. We look at information on Google and Yelp. We look at review data. We can review menus that are available online. There's a lot of things we can do that streamline the process of classifying and selecting risk. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, an agent that knows a restaurant and knows the nature of operations, and most importantly, knows the person who's running that business, mm -hmm. which is such a big determinant for if it's gonna be a well-run versus a less well-run business. Agents play a critical role and uh, we wanted to sort of lean into sort of having a relationship, not to mention that in the U.S. more generally, you still see an overwhelming more than three quarters of commercial insurance premiums are placed through the agent channel. So yep. uh, it's hard enough to start a business and we definitely didn't want to try to make a hard thing harder by okay. <laughs> by not working with agents that, that have such a, a big audience. Perfect. Yeah. So, so, okay, so, so for any agents listening that have some restaurants that, that, that uh, they would love to have a better market for. Um, are you are, are you guys uh, open to partner with any agents or only with agents that, that do a lot of restaurants? And, 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 what is, and what does the getting appointed process look like as an agent? So we're happy to work with any agents. Mm -hmm. um, they don't have to just be specialists in restaurants. Okay. Another reason why we liked restaurant was we felt like even generalist agencies have a couple restaurants that come in mm -hmm. uh, through their front doors. And we want to be able to to be a, an opportunity, a market for them. Basically, mm -hmm. um, we are we are an admitted product, and so as an admitted product, we have to go through the process of getting approved in different states. We're currently live in Arizona. We just went live in Arizona. Okay. We're going to be live in Texas in a few weeks, and then over the course of the subsequent six months, we're going to aim to be live in close to an additional twenty states. And once we're live in all those states, we're going to represent almost 75% of the US population mm -hmm. will be sort of available for buying coverage uh, for uh, through Rainbow. And sorry, what was the second part of your question? <laughs> uh, and and what, what, what is the, the process? So if I'm an agent and I have at least one oh, restaurant yes. that I'd like to write, uh, getting appointed with a traditional carrier can be a slow, painful process. Uh, what does it look like at Rainbow? So you just answer a set of questions which help us better understand your operations. Um, we have a simple producer agreement, and then it's just the basic things. We need to check your license, 
We need a copy of the of your ENO, mm -hmm. um, and we have a member of our team that's solely focused on helping to get agents appointed. Typically, from the time that you make an inquiry, it can take as little as one hour to get appointed and start quoting, um, but it, it almost never takes longer than 24 hours. Okay, um, fantastic. Once you're appointed, we just sent you a link, and you can immediately start quoting and binding business right out of the gate. That that's that's fantastic. Okay, okay. So so easy to quote, easy to, to get appointed, uh, online quote and bind, restaurant uh, specialists basically. Uh, currently, Arizona about to go live in Texas, 20 more states coming in the, in the next six months. Fantastic, so cool that we got you on the show so, this early on. Very, very, very cool. Um, are, uh, are there any other businesses that you will be starting to insure beyond food and beverage that you can already sp speak about? No. <laughs> okay, no, no problem. I didn't warn you on that yeah, question. Uh, Not surprising. I'll say that we have ambitions to underwrite many other classes of mm -hmm. business. And there's like a small group that we feel like are a particularly good next set of businesses that we want to move into. But like I said, I think focus is key to success in anything, but I think underwriting is no different. Um, and we're hoping that in the next three to six months, we can learn more about the market and we can learn more about our own strengths and weaknesses as a company mm -hmm. to select those perfect next categories to move into. And as soon as we are able to move into them, I'm happy to tell you about perfect. them. Perfect. Fantastic. Okay. Um, okay. Why the name? How did you choose the name Why Rainbow? Um, so... I think of insurance genuinely as, like I was saying, something that's very positive and something that's like um, very helpful, but something that's like in a way sort of overlooked. Oh, yeah. Um, especially by a lot of like everyday folks who aren't in the industry. Mm -hmm. They're not thinking about insurance. And it might sound kind of cheesy, but I, I sort of think of rainbows as, as similar. Like, First of all, it's a very simple word that most people, when they think of the word rainbow, they think of something positive. Mm -hmm. um, they also think about something that they probably don't think about unless they hear the word. You know, like most people don't think about insurance, but when you mention insurance, you're like, oh yeah, insurance, of course. Mm -hmm. And if you say rainbow, nobody's really sitting around wondering like, why don't I see a rainbow in the sky? Because usually it comes like after a rainstorm mm -hmm. or something like that. But when you hear it, you know exactly what it means. And we did a little bit of research and we felt like it wasn't a very active term in the world of financial services. Um, and so we thought it was kind of a, an easy and memorable word to then try to build a brand around. And cool. that's why we named the company Ray. Cool. Yep. Very, very, very cool. And, and uh, looking at, at uh, the website, uh, it looks like Andrew Clark is one of your underwriters. I know I know unlike him. Yeah, it looks like a solid team. Uh, fan fantastic. Okay. Andrew mentioned that uh, he knew you, by the way. Good and guy. I asked him. I asked him how I should uh, how I should or should not uh, bring him up on the air. So I'm actually really happy that you did. Best. <laughs> uh, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good. Good guy for sure. Uh, so very cool, very, 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 very cool. Uh, given how early you guys are, are, are on your path, I think that's all I have for questions. I, I look forward to have you back on the, on the show in, in a year or two once you've fully deployed this thing and, and uh, are looking at, at you know, some other businesses. Uh, I, I, lo I, 
I, I'll tell you one thing. Uh, when, I, when I asked you why only restaurants, uh, I assumed that the reason was uh, all the research indicates that agents that are specialists in, in, in a, a few industries do better than generalists. So I assume that you had gotten into it for, uh, through, through that perspective, even though you didn't come from insurance. Very interesting to learn that from the software perspective, it's also uh, trying to boil the, boil the ocean uh, by, by becoming you know, the, 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 the insurance distribution or, or insurance MGA for every small business. Because, they, oh, like I've, I've, had, I've had many entrepreneurs uh, or aspiring entrepreneurs basically ask me or tell me, like the, the small business space, in, in, like agents don't like it uh, because it's, it's hard to be profitable in it, uh, and, and there's so much need for it. It's such a, in aggregate, it's so huge and it's so hard to service, right? So, so like so many startups want to go after the small business uh, space, but they all make the same mistake. They, they, they all try to boil the ocean, and it's very, very hard to boil the ocean, not only from the insurance perspective, but I've learned today from the tech perspective. So, so I, I love the approach. Absolutely love the approach. Uh, thank you very much for your time. Uh, for the listeners, if you have some uh, restaurant insurance that, that, that you want to run by Rainbow, check out userainbow.com. And uh, the, I, I will tag both Bobby and the, uh, Rainbow uh, when this goes live on, on LinkedIn. And, and again, a real pleasure to, have, to, to chat with you today. I look forward to see you around at some conferences. And I look forward to see you guys continue to grow and maybe have you, have you back uh, to talk about, about what, what it's been like a year or two down the road. That sounds great, Tony. It's really nice to have met you, and uh, I really enjoyed this. So looking forward to the next conversation. Thank you.